natural sequence to chaos is conflict. But when we act to deflect, presence becomes possession. The question I ask you is this, what are you fighting to hold on to? Conflict without self-assessment, like most things, only prolongs the inevitable. Through that traumatic lens, we see the end as confirmation. That means we always look at stuff like, yeah, I knew it was gonna end like that because people can't handle me, people don't know me, things of that nature. But what if before that point, you know, the, when the scale tips, to seek favor, instead of trying to seek that favor, we become truly present with ourselves. See, this is the fear of losing oneself rather, or rather the identity we kept so long that was meant to protect us now suffocates and keeps us in a depressurized state. I'm gonna give you the key as I always said. Tearing the world apart that we create out of lack is the first step to reaching the zero point. Welcome to the God Hour. that 
resistance or that pressurizing our resistance. But before we get into that, you know, I gotta tap y'all in with the reading. Give y'all weekly clarity. So sit back. This has not been the first time that you've done this. 
this has not been the first time that you acted in this pattern. This isn't the first time that you felt these emotions. It isn't the first time. But how you always move forward is through that two of swords is showing me that you're looking for peace instead of becoming peace. You're looking for peace instead of saying to yourself, we got a drink of water real quick. You're looking for peace instead of coming to peace. What you thought defined success from that old mindset, the old pattern, the old habits, what you thought defined success, what you thought would make you successful because simply would make you stop. That's not peace. That's purgatory. That's the land of neutrality. In order to understand peace, the hermit, the voice of that light from within, is telling you, it's time to go in. It's time to assess. It's time to sit with yourself. It's time to sit with yourself. And what I mean by this is, because everybody like, but I always sit by myself. You've been sitting with yourself, looking at what you lack. You've been sitting with yourself, trying to maintain that perception. That's what's shown in that empress. The daughter of the mystic one. The daughter of the hermit. You've been sitting in that space, but you haven't been sitting in the emotions. See, there's a difference. There's a difference between feeding the emotions, the void, versus sitting in the presence of those emotions. So yeah, you can be, that's for example, you can be listening to music, but what are you doing while listening to music? Are you simply sitting there, music, playing low, and it's allowing your thoughts to flow? Or are you blocking them with, let's say, you getting high? You sipping on something. Remember, until you learn how to do it without that, if that's your go-to, to avoid. See, a lot of times we don't assess because we're looking at our aspects into avoidance. So we're not really doing the work. We're really not assessing ourselves. We're really, we're really not doing that internal work. So by the time we come out of that state, we're back to the illusion. I'm gonna keep doing it my way. But you gotta understand this. Is that really your way? Is that idea really your way? Or is it based on is it based on conflict, the lack of conflict resolution? Is it based on a lack mentality? Are the cycles that you keep going into based on the lack, lack mentality? Are the conflicts that you're facing and how you respond to them based on the lack mentality. See, that zero point that we're gonna be getting into in this week's session, it's based on that. See, it's time to sit, it's time to assess, it's time to face. It's time to face those aspects with yourself because that's what's causing your separation. That's what's causing the flare-up of the abandonment, the flare-up of failure, the flare-up of I, I, I'm seeking what I'm not. I'm 
steady seeking what I'm not getting because primarily I'm afraid to give it to myself. That's what it, that's what it looks like. You're afraid to give it to yourself. You're afraid to face the conflict of what you thought love was. Face the conflict of what you thought the success was. The 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 image that you keep playing in your mind of all I gotta do is this, this, and this. All I need is one hit. All I need to do is go get the bag. As long as you gotta, as long as you gotta go get it, you'll never be in gratitude for learning to bring to attract it to you. Everything that you're attracting, everything that you're attracting, is based on that. Sitting in the laboratory, about to cook up something new. Sitting in the session, the zero point, conflict and presence. You know, over the last couple of weeks, we've been getting into this aspect of emotional presence. One of the most important parts is coming into that emotional presence. Not understanding the importance of emotional presence for a lot of us, like just in our community, in our sense, just as as people. In an overall sense, emotional presence, not understanding that that is the balance. That is the zero point. Understanding where your emotions at, in this case, when you're coming into the aspect of your shadow work, your healing, soul retrieval, all of these aspects, that zero point. A lot of times, due to the traumatic experience, the lenses of that traumatic experience, as we, I talked about in the opening, we, we look for the end. We look for the end. We're looking for the end. Like, if you look at everything, about everything that we're doing in life right now, that you're doing at this moment, you're looking for the end. You're looking for the end. You're like, ooh, if the end comes, then I know I was, we look for the end to be right. But it's through the traumatic scope. So you think about it, it's like, we keep trying to tear this, we keep trying to tear everything else outside of us down, but it just keeps repeating itself. And we see these beckonings of loss. And that's what I want to get into in this first segment, this beckoning of, the beckoning of law, the beckonings of our losses. That's a lot of times what we look for is just looking at the end, looking towards the end, looking for the end result, looking for the aspect based on our patterns, based on our patterns. We immediately, it's almost immediate. It isn't even, it isn't even a 
secondary motion. I want y'all to understand that. It's not even a secondary motion. It's almost immediately that we look for it. We look for this in the relationship, the friendships, the career, to the kids. We look for this filler that beckons of what we lost. We look to fill these voids with these beckons of what we've lost. So every time that we reach, a, every time that we come to a conflict due to this, I've talked about it before, this reverse energy, this reverse energy, energized engineering to our mindset, we're looking outside of ourselves before we bring it inside of ourselves. I talked about that last week when we got into that aspect of those perspectives. This is something that has to be faced. This is something that has to be done when it comes to this work. That's why I'm stressing it so importantly that it has to be done. The aspect of the idea is the self, the identity, how we identify ourselves, this ideal of how we identify ourselves. It trickles down into the events, the things that happen into our lives, the repetitions of the repetitions, the repetition of events due to this idealized self trying to fight for this idealized self. And then it becomes the people, the places that are inside of our space that we always talk about. But from the neutral point that we think about as people, when we think about the people, we think about it from a neutral point. We try to take a neutral standard. <clears throat> but the way I've broken it down, follow me on TikTok, follow me on TikTok, follow me on God of Co Alchemist YouTube channel, follow me on TikTok, join uh, at Papa Lucy Sambi on TikTok to get those daily sitting in the shadow clarities. And that's, that's, I'm just putting it out like in that space. And in the video I did and I uploaded Monday, I talked about ideas being the eyes, the events being the patterns in our habits, the people being the behaviors and the reactions. But we look at it from the state of duality, we look at people as reactions. So we have to react to a person. Every time you react to a person, you're talking about what you lost. Remember, I told you about that self-accountability. We're going to get deep into the self-accountability. Without that accountability, any ownership becomes possession. Without any accountability, all ownership is simply just possession. You haven't, you haven't even talked into true ownership. So everything that you do from that lack mentality is from a sense of possession. So when you think about the beacons of loss, everything that you're creating inside of your space, whether it be the relationship, the friendship, you're, it's a beacon of loss. It's a beacon of lack. There's always gonna be something lacking, always. Until I until I started taking self-accountability for myself, my actions, my thought processes, things that I was doing, how I was doing them, how I was reacting to people, my behavior based on people, the events that I used to avoid dealing with my patterns, the events that magnified my patterns and my habits that helped me avoid the behavior assessment with when I was dealing with people all the way to the idea the idea the eyes the identity I always give out this book I'm gonna give out this book again the best one of the best books one of the best books one of the best let me get to the I'm gonna give you an exact page count because I remember it because it has the definitions in there and all day like I just pulled up 220 page 224 talks about self-remembering a state of active consciousness controlled by will 
that begins with the awareness of the of being here and now the state has many levels we'll go to consciousness the true remembering occurs without thought of mental processing it is a state of consciousness conscious perception that is including your remembrance of the inner being that's what you're getting into when you come into the aspects of yourself you you you're coming down here to you're not coming down here to create a why you're coming down here to find out your why so everything that you're doing when you're beckoning that you don't have this and you don't have that and you could you you could do better with this and oh yeah the name of this book is the revolutionary revolutionary psychology the practical spirituality that awakens consciousness by samuel on that's a book that i live by that was a book that in my earlier work my earlier processes earlier works that when i got that book that book that when i was having earlier downloads earlier information because when you really inside of your work and come into this space the book you're led to the book to confirm what you already downloaded what you brought into your space but it goes into the aspects of that idea you have to understand those eyes which identity are you trying to identify with if you identify with anger all the time then you have an identity that's based in anger but that doesn't mean that's only one identity if you have an identity that's based in anger you must define that anger because nine times out of ten you're not really angry i remember saying i was angry at everything I remember waking up saying that made me angry this made me angry now i'm angry about this but i had to understand the same way that i'm throwing around that i'm angry with everything that's was my focal point of my focus on that zero point so i'm always focused on being angry because in reality i wasn't taking self-accountability to understand and define this pressure system of where for my pressure system and my design is the aspects of myself my uh of the solar plex the uh solar chakra solar plexus the solar center or the sacral the solar center which is the aspect of power the feeling so the only reason i'm mad is because i have not defined this anger it was easier for me to say that i'm upset it was easier to say that i'm mad instead of explaining it because outside of me outside of me this is how you create the events in your life outside of me the events gave me reason and rational logic to be mad the people inside of my space whether they were based on my whether they were based on the status of my behavior that means they knew my behavior they knew how i was they accept they it was a false perception of acceptance versus the people that were inside of the space that were challenging that so now this is when you start looking at the aspect when you're sitting there with that the, everything you're creating is a, from a beacon of loss a beacon of lack because it didn't matter i always use a simple example it don't matter how many shoes you got inside of your closet what clothes you got inside of your closet by the time if you don't get the necessary response from that outfit what you gonna do buy another one i remember buying outfits out that off the head i remember having a closet full of clothes when i was like this back high school just got out of high school just got out of college uh in that mindset between high school and college even though i just got out of high school i was still in even though i just got out of high school i was still in the middle school mindset that's some of the realest shit when we go into this adolescent when i go when we go into adolescent healing but i'm sitting there inside of that space with myself and i'm like i'm i'm literally got a closet full of clothes shoes whatever 
but I'll literally go to the I'll literally go to the mall. I'll go to the barbershop, get my hair cut. If I went to a certain barber, my barber yet, he was the one that had the clothes on deck. Or I go to the mall and I'm thinking about how much I'm spending from up space of lack. See that lack mentality that creates the possessiveness that I can do this because I can. I earn this right or I'm entitled to this. And it's how we live inside of that entitlement. But I'm sitting there, it's like at the end of the day, I'm getting my check, I'm paying, I'm cashing my check, but it didn't matter even if I saved. I'm gonna give you this, we gonna get deep into this. Even when I saved money, because I did not understand the ideal or the identity to what to what was how I defined money energetically. I defined money energetically based on this not defining my anger or divining I had the demons of this demon of self-worth or I had this demon about this inner value or my image. My the way my image looked because I was the way I looked at my image and the way that I looked in the mirror, certain aspects of myself, it didn't match certain paradigms of the family. Because then I had to, when I found out other aspects of my life. So I'm wondering to myself, like, I have this, this has been festering. This idea has been festering and it comes to the surface. It's the reason why I was so separated from things and not wanting to do certain things. But I had to understand by invoking or going into those events. That's what they needed the event for. When we talk about this aspect, you think about the three points. People say people talk about people, people talk about people, reacting behaviors, people talk about patterns and habits or places to go. That's the events. Or people talk, and there's other people talk about ideas. From the intellectualized state, people still talking about different ideas. If I'm talking about uh, the, the, if my mindset is on people, the bottom half, the lower state of self, if I, I'm gonna give you this key. If you are in the lower state of self, you will always talk about people. When you need the feeling, you'll always look for an event. Something to capitalize on the feeling. That way, naturally you avoid the idea. You avoid the self-actualization. You avoid the self-accountability. You avoid taking the self-assessment to your idea, your ideal, your identity, those eyes, those aspects of yourself that you're not dealing with. So now you go five, I remember going, I went six years damn near. I went six to seven years damn near. Dead, literally numb. I went six to seven years numb. The only time that I had any type of feeling or I could excuse or exude any type of feeling. It had to be based on something physical. After the, y'all have to understand this aspect because this is a big part of this healing. When you are stuck within the physical and the material, the places, you never tap into the idea. So when I was thinking about me not saving, as an example, even when I did save, I see the money in my savings. But because I did not, because I did not set the intention or understand the basis of what I charged the money as. Cause you gotta understand what you charge. You have to understand that stuck in this beacon of loss, 
That's how you energetically charge everything around you. So even when things are coming into your space that are meant to shake everything and bring you into a new position with yourself, guess what you're going to do? You're going to look at it like it's, you're going to look at it as the threat of the original idea. Some of y'all think y'all, some of y'all think y'all, some of you think that women hate men and men hate women. That's not the case at all. Most men that have been through traumatic experiences with their mother, in aspects, the mother, feminine figure, whatever feminine figure in their life, could a feminine figure can simply be the aspects of their father, not allowing them to have the, it don't have to even be their mother. See, we have to move a lot of these stigmas out of the way. Because a lot of times you'll be sitting there thinking like this man has mom mother issues, but his mother was extra. His mother helped him express his emotions, but due to his father not having a father figure in his life or not, not, let me correct that, not having a mother figure in his life, he never was given this when he was given the space to express his emotions. He didn't have anybody to guide or nurture those emotions. So we got to get out of this mindset that niggas that don't know how to express their emotions or have emotional problems got mother issues because that's not the case at all times. See, we use these as projections of beckoning the loss. And then you see the build up, then you see something on fucking TikTok or on social media. Men, we're not going to be raising men. But then you got to look at yourself. Use it from a projective point. To even state that means that you're inside of a masculine space. That means you were not given the space to express emotion. You see how that works? You were never given the space to express or you were never given the space that was protected. You were never given a provided or protected space or the acknowledgement of your emotions. Because inside of that space, you being with your mother and if your mother was a single mother, whatever it was, your mother had the same environment. So her natural aspect inside of that space is to provide from her perspective what is necessary. Just like her mother provided what was necessary. You see how that, you see how that works? We talking about seats. We ain't talking about the man and the woman. We talking about those men. I always, we talked about this before. The masculine and the feminine seat. What seat are you in? What seat do you strive in? Which seat have you lost? We're not talking about a man because when you talk about providing, the protecting, the nurturing, the guidance, that's provided by both sides. That's inner tandem. That's the tandem. But if you're lacking one on, if you're lacking one side of this in the lack in the lack mentality or the lack thought process, the other side has to make up by rationalizing what it is. So now you sitting inside your space mad because you're not getting what you want, but you are getting everything that you need. You needed emotional guide. You needed a space to learn emotional guidance. You needed a space to learn emotional wisdom. You needed a space to do these things. So the brother that's inside of your space, he's if he's he's doing that, but you it's overshadowed by your own masculine wounds. Or the shorty that's inside your space that's doing that, it's overshadowed by your own feminine wounds. 
So you're just beckoning the laws. You see how that goes back and forth and a lot of times in the space? Then when you actually get it, since you've never had it, since you've never learned it, what do you do? Since you've never had it, what do you do? You're beckoning for something more. Okay, cool. I have this. Now that I have this in my life, this is where that assessment and accountability and ownership comes in. The difference between with that lack mentality, because I when I tell you about that lack mentality, that shit is the most who that's one of the biggest demons, that demon of possession of lack the lack mentality. Because this is the thing. Without the assessment, you do not go with inside of self and check the internal boxes. You do not go into that eternal space. You do not go into that darkness. Therefore, you become possessive of the space that you created that was based on possession. See how that works? See, there's roots to these things. There's roots and ties to these things. That, remember, I always say this when it comes to emotions. Emotions just don't come out of nowhere. Emotions just don't come out of nowhere. That 11-year-old you is where all of your emotions are stuck. That 12-year-old you, that 8-year-old you, that question that you never got answered back when you were little, that's where all of your emotions are at. That's where all your emotions are streaming from. And the longer that it stays back there, the longer you stay in this possessive archetype, and then you start going back and forth. I want you to think about this. This is a level of accountability I had to take with myself when it came to the beckoning of a loss. I remember saying the things I did not want, the things that I wanted. And some of these things I did not yet learn how to do with myself. So when I did not receive these things from previous relationships, friendships, whatever, friendships, relationships, job, whatever it was, I would start acting out what I saw from that space. This was all based on avoidance. I'm gonna give you this key to the deepness of avoidance. And it's self-actualization. You can get upset that you've been cheated on in every relationship that you've ever been in. But until you go to the original point where you saw the infidelity or the demons of the demon of infidelity or that behavior or that pattern where you saw that, you're always gonna go back to the most recent moment and act that out in your current space. So eat this, remember, this is how this is how you self-sabotage. I've had many conversations, I've had many sessions with my clients, and they'll talk about, well, I never really cheated, but whenever he would act up, I would. entertain other niggas or deeper avoidance i would enter i would just go i would just go hang out with my own girls and go what would you do go talk shit about our men that's cheating that's cheating yourself you're automatically cheating yourself see that entitlement that entitlement of said what, what are friends for you don't even know what friends are for you don't know what friends are for. Remember, you've never had the dichotomy. You've never had the stability or the standard or structure of a relationship. So all of your relationships are based off the relationship with your mother. 
All of your relationships are based on the relationship with your father. All of your relationships are based off the original archetypes of the relationships you learned from when you were younger. So you never learned, I never learned what a relationship was. I had to sit in the spaces and go through the experiences. I had to stop beckoning what I was, what I, I had to stop beckoning what I'm not willing to lose because ultimately I'm saying I don't want to lose myself under the pretenses that I don't even know myself. That's why that, and we don't get deep into that in the third session, that, that third segment, but that pressurize to resist changing. This resistance to change. This resistance to that changing that sequence that I was so used to. Every single time I'm sitting there inside of this space with myself and I'm like, yo, I don't understand, like, why do I do this? Why am I triggered? Why am I triggered to respond? Why am I triggered to respond, react? Because one of the biggest faculties that we don't understand is we're thinking that we're responding, but we're actually reacting. But that's, remember, that's from the possessive aspect due to the lack mentality, due to being stuck within that process with ourselves, due to not, due to never having that original point, having that original aspect to teach us some things. We never had it. So all you know how to do is reuse the layers of that reaction. See, a lot of times being in that beckon of loss, we get stuck in those layers of that reaction. We keep reacting the same way to the same thing every single time just to stay within that comfort zone. Remember, as I'm always saying, reaction is comfort. If I can react to it, I'm comfortable. Until I understand that that reaction inside of, inside of my comfort zone is showing me the weakness inside of my comfort zone. It's showing me where I need to learn how to become vulnerable. You gotta understand that. See, the hardest thing about us doing this, the hardest, the, one of the deepest things about doing that work is really when it's not surface level, it's not love and light. See, a lot of, we've gotten stuck in, a lot of people got stuck in that paradigm that is love and light. Like if you sat here, I got like, for example, I got a rose quartz sitting over here on the desk with me. If I hold this rose quartz in my hand, I think about love. The rose quartz is only gonna magnify everything that I must assess that I thought was love. So if I start bringing up feelings of, if I start bringing up the thoughts with myself of, I deserve it and I'm deserving, da 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 I'm deserving and I've done so much work, I'm only thinking about time served. That assessment with myself is taking accountability in what I thought was time served. See how we get stuck? You sitting there looking for something that you have never given to yourself. You're sitting there looking for something that you've never given to yourself. And when it was, when you did give it to yourself, it was based under possession. It was based on not taking ownership of the destructive factor. See, when you gotta understand, this energy is destructive for a reason. It's a catalyst of destruction because it has to break things down. That's why things come up. That's why you have that feeling of, I don't know, I've never felt this way before or this must be a game. 
or because you ain't used to it. You still got that self-worth demon in there. You still got that, that you still have that self-worth. You have that, yeah, that self, low self-esteem. Your standards always been in a sense of being low. You never had any stuck structure or stability. You never had those keys. So now as you're going into this space, all you're thinking about is what you willing, what you have to lose. See, I used to think about it in earlier relationships. I used to think to myself only based upon the aspect of what it was, what it was that I had to lose. That's all I ever did. Every time when I was going into these spaces with myself, every single time, every single time that I went into a space, every single time that I had a thought, every time that I was responding to an action, every time that I did something in reaction to my comfort zone, it was based on what am I willing to lose? What am I going to lose? I want you to think about that. A lot of times we go into these spaces with ourselves due to the lack mentality, due to the traumatic experience, through the traumatic lens, due to not coming to that state of presence, due to the fear of conflict, Automatic, we think about conflict, we think about, we put our focus on what we're going to lose. We put our focus on what we're gonna lose. Every single time you putting your focus on what you're gonna lose. But when you start looking at it through the experience of what I'm about to gain, that's how you step into that gratitude inside that space. That's how you start making those moves inside that space differently. That's how you start becoming open and start seeing what you need to see. Seeing how you need to react, seeing how you need to move. That's how you start that's how you start changing. That's how you start changing the changing and accepting that process. Because those beacons of loss, they're still, they're gonna remain beacons of loss. Those thought processes that you got on your mind of I've been this way for years, that's gonna, that's that's a beacon of that's a beacon of loss. That's what you're taking into that darkness with yourself. Every time you're thinking about my emotions. The lone, all I was thinking about being alone, about my abandonment issues, my trust issues, all of these aspects. Those were the things that I was taking into the darkness with myself. Those were that was the reason that I always could be finding what I was attracting, what I was attracting. Those were the reasons why I kept what kept happening kept happening because I was stuck in the lower state based on people, i.e., behavior and reaction. I was stuck on the events that happened previous. My patterns and my habits were born based on those. So I kept doing that over and over and over again with myself. Then I had this same, it was all based upon, it was all based upon the same ideals. It was always based upon the same ideals. Cause I was stuck in the same idea complex. But I want you to be the best. I'm gonna flip this tape over real quick and we'll get back to this. Tell me we right back real, real quick. I had to flip that tape over. Get that in. Uh, but yeah, when you're beaconing from the lack mentality, when you're speaking from the lack mentality, when you're moving from that lack mentality, that's your mindset. You're focused on what you're lacking. You're focused on what you're not getting. You're focused on, you're beckoning the beacon or the beckoning of these losses, what you're losing. 
you're always going to focus on those every time. I remember every time sitting there with myself, like really sitting there with myself, and I'm realizing that every conversation that I'm having is based on something that I'm losing. So remember how I just said in that aspect. So now everything that I'm doing naturally overrides what is my natural sequence. See, your natural sequence is in the highest state of yourself, the divine masculine or divine feminine, the divine feminine being the, the that direct guidance, that direct wisdom, the direct nurturing. It's direct in the benefit of nurturing, wisdom and guidance. The aspects of the divine masculine is the aspects of the direct, the in the direction, in the direction of the divine feminine to the aspects of the divine, the the direct, the directness in its guidance, in its uh, protecting of that nurture, what is to be nurtured, the protecting of what is to be nurtured. But if you're moving from the lack mentality, you can't take the ownership or the accountability. See, I had to understand that since I was in that state with myself of not really taking true accountability, not really taking assessments, not really learning these aspects of myself, forgiving myself, living inside of these spats or these beckons or these beacons, beckoning from this state of loss. I was always concentrating on what I was about to lose. I wasn't willing to change based on those identities because I was stuck within that ideal. So the longer that I stayed in that ideal, guess what I would do naturally? The longer that I stayed inside of that ideal, guess what I would do naturally? By the natural aspect, the longer that you stay inside of that, this ideal, the events reflect that we just got into. So everything that you're doing is overriding the natural sequence. And until we, and I always, I put it like, I just think, we think about it like this. We think that it's somebody else that is supposed to help us override the sequence that we have not yet learned of ourselves. The only reason that you naturally are inside of a position where you're overriding this sequence with yourself of learning your, of this learning aspect, the wisdom, the guidance, and you are stuck in the career, whatever it is, is because you're expect you're, this entitlement based on what the time, I always talk about this time served, this time served mentality or the entitlement mentality is what has you stuck. That infatuation is what has had me a lot of times has us stuck. Cause now you're, because this is the overriding of that sequence. You gotta understand like you're sitting inside of a space with yourself where you're supposed to be learning ultimately. Everything that you go into naturally is the experience of learning. That's what you gain, the lesson of the lesson that you learn. But if I'm not assessing or applying what I'm learning only into the aspects of to stay within lack, to unconsciously stay within the sequences of lack, so I can have that pressure built up, so I can always have a state of, so I always can live or act in a state of resistance, then what do you think I'm naturally going to, what do you think you're naturally going to attract? Everything that comes into your space is gonna be based upon that. So you can stay reacting to it. So you can keep, so at the end, you can say what you said at the beginning. At the end, you keep, at the end, you just say what you said at the beginning. This is what creates those patterns of pressure. 
You're overriding what is truly needed. That is the lesson to prove what you want holds more value. That's what you're holding to yourself. That's what you tell yourself. Every time that something triggers you to go into that state of assessment or to face yourself, and you're not doing that, you're, I, I wasn't doing this facing to myself. I was trying to prove, or basically what I'm saying is, I need more of what I'm getting because that has more value than what I actually need. This is how you speak to the universe. The most high God, whoever you speak to, this is how you speak to them. This is how you speak to that higher aspect of yourself. This is why when if you sit here, if you sit down for <clears throat> you wake up and for the first four hours of your like, I always tell people like you don't have a this is going from the premise of you say you ain't got 15 minutes to meditate, take 30. Say you ain't got 30, take an hour. Say you ain't got an hour, take two. Because the first thing you need to realize is if you cannot sit with yourself for 15 minutes, that's the first part of the problem. If you can't sit with yourself, if you cannot sit with yourself for 15 minutes without any outside interference, that means you don't pick up a, that means you don't pick up it. You don't pick up anything. You don't hold anything. No phone. Just there in the darkness for 15 minutes with yourself. And I'm not talking about from the position or from the space that you're trying to prove it to somebody that you can do it. We're talking about sitting with yourself for 15 minutes in breathing, taking in the breaths, and assessing and allowing what comes up to come up, comes up. I remember my first 15 minute meditation. I remember sitting there. I remember all the thoughts that came up. I remember all the thoughts that came up. I remember the thought about, oh shit, I gotta do this and I gotta do that, I gotta do this. Mind everywhere. After about, after my second, fifth, 10th, after my 10th, 15 minutes to myself, I started seeing a pattern that every time that I sit down, I'm expecting something. So now, or I have an entitlement or I'm expecting something. So now I gotta look at, that's the baseline of my pattern. That's the baseline of my, that is the baseline that is overriding my natural sequence to accept and to flow. That is the natural point that is putting me in a space when it's coming into the aspects of sequence and flow. The sequence of flow. That's what I'm, I'm like, damn. So then I have to look at inside of my day, now that I have this base, now I look inside of my day on what gives me that same feeling. This is how you face the trigger. There's one aspect when you get triggered and you assess, then there's the bigger part when you start doing that internal work, the meditation, because the meditation is teaching you how to assess. The meditation is allowing you to allow that noise. When I tell people about meditation, it's time to let the noise in. One of the biggest points that I tell people all the time when it comes into meditation, one of the biggest points that I tell people about meditation, 
one of the most major keys that it comes in when you go into the meditation for your first time. Breath work, breath work, affirmations, setting that tone, setting that space, cleansing your space, is letting the noise in. When you're talking about working with spirits, you're letting all the spirits are in that space in. When you're talking about cleansing your space for the first time, you're letting all the spirits, you're acknowledging all of the spirits that are inside of your space. You're telling them to come forward. So that when you're talking about meditation and people say clear, when people talk about meditation and clearing your mind, that is the worst thing that you can do. When you go into your space under the intention to when you're the space, your space is all of the thought forms, all, all of the thought forms, all of the spirits that are inside of your space. And you got the thought in your mind that you're going to clear your space. Eh, eh. You got to let it all in first and acknowledge it. You have to acknowledge the energy that is inside of your space. That's the only way that you're able to move forward. You have to acknowledge the energy inside of your space. You have to acknowledge it. You have to acknowledge all of the energy that's happening inside of your space. You have to acknowledge, use an example. If you got your, I remember getting my first place. My first place was based on proving that I could get my first place. My first place was based on abandonment, separation, avoidance, separation, avoidance, uh, rejection, fear. These were a lot of the things that my first place ever was based on. So when this is before I was even interacting in the conscious, when I'm uh, conscious with myself. So now I'm sitting in the space. I'm wondering why certain things, keep, I'm wondering why only certain people come to my house. I'm wondering why only certain things keep happening at my house. I keep having, I'm in this state of wondering with myself. Why does this keep happening? Why does this keep going down? Why does, why do, why every time I have a party, why every time I have a party at my house, why every time I have a party, I'm entertaining people, whatever's at my house, why is it always the same certain people? See, based on looking at it based on people and not understanding the ideal, the identity that you're trying to maintain, you don't even know what you attract into your space. So that's when you start working with the spirits, the deities, the Damians. When you start working with them, they were already present. See, you weren't present, they were. Where you weren't present, they were. They were relevant. They showed, they kept you relevant based on the emotion. That's how they fed. But now that you're becoming present inside of your space, you're overriding the old sequences. See those old sequences that, that you have to override now. So where they were present, now you're becoming present, now they're relevant. But until you acknowledge that with inside of yourself, that's how they get, that's how they keep playing, that's how they keep playing with you. You keep getting mad and upset that your world is okay because you ain't sitting with yourself. You are giving yourself no time to sit with yourself at all. The moment that you wake from the moment that you wake up to the moment that you go to sleep, you seeking stimulation. Think about that. For most of our lives, we seek stimulation before as soon as we wake up we seeking stimulation and before we go to bed we seeking stimulation since we're seeking external stimulation we're not learning how to charge ourselves therefore you're not learning how to shut yourself down 
So now you got to think about all these things that you're wanting inside of your space. They're based on you needing stimulation. But see, you can't graduate to the higher senses of stimulation with yourself because you're not learning the charges with inside of yourself. So now you seek the pattern in the events based on a progress. This I had to understand this. I loved going to work and being angry. I love that work. I love that my work stressed me out. Had to admit it to myself. I had to admit that my work stressed me out. Had to admit it to myself. Had to. Because if I didn't, I kept doing the same. If I admitted that, if I admitted that I needed to be, if I admitted that I was acting from the lack point of stress, then at my job, how you think I'm gonna feel? How you think I'm gonna feel? How you think you how you think you're gonna feel? How you think you're gonna feel? How? How you think you're gonna act? How? How you think you're gonna feel? How do you think you're going to respond or how do you think you're gonna respond to a moment when you're not stressed? How do you think you're gonna respond to a moment when you're not angry? When you're not stressed, when you're not worried, when you're not anxiety, when that pressure is not there, how you think you're gonna react? You're gonna react with resistance. See, based on the traumatic experience and the traumatic processing of thought with ourselves, we are put inside of a position with ourselves to where we're stuck. You're stuck overriding the sequences with yourself to a point When you are stuck with yourself to a point, that's how you react and that's how you keep moving inside of your space because you're used to overriding the sequence. So everything inside of your space overrides your emotions. So you need things to stimulate you in the sense of overriding the emotion. So, <clears throat> and what I mean by overriding the sequence of emotion is it overrides your rational reason for the emotion. That means since you're overriding the rational with a rational logic to the reason of your emotions is you're seeking an external fixture to say why you're mad. You seeking the external fixture to say why you're upset. You're seeking the external fixture to set that paradigm. But what happens when it's not there? This is where projecting comes from. This is the basis of projection. You ever been at your front? You ever been at your homegirl house? <clears throat> you ever been at your homegirl house? Or your homeboy house? And they have an argument? They're having an argument? And then you go back to your house and all of a sudden, let's say, let's, to the first point, you ain't, you don't, you're not in a relationship. So you go back to your house, you go sit down at your house, you go sit down, you go sit down at your house, and then all of a sudden you turn on TV and now you sitting there watching some movie that's heavy in conflict. Fighting, arguments, motherfuckers throwing shit. That's what you're looking at inside that space. Are you on Facebook watching fight videos? 
you're now you on Facebook watching fight watching fight tapes or you watching some shit. You feel me? You're watching something to fill or keep that sequence overridden. So now you never have the chance to sit in that space and be like, damn, these motherfuckers out here are doing A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and I just saw it firsthand. I just saw it firsthand. I just saw it. Now let's say you in a relationship. How many times have you been in a, a relationship? How many times have you been in a relationship and your relationship is teaching it, it, your relationship is at a point where you're coming to a point to where emotional intelligence is about to be learned. And then you go over to a friend's house and they have an argument. And then you take the catalyst of that argument, like the masculine aspect that you're used to, because that is the definition of what you've attracted before. And you bring that into your space. So now immediately you start saying, I don't like this and this is crazy. And he did this and he did this. And you go into a rant based this of like 15, 20 minutes. Or you say that about your homegirl. I don't like your homegirls. I don't like your homegirls. I don't like your homeboys. Da, da, da. These are points where the sequence is being overridden. This is what you need to, this is what we got to understand. These are points where the sequence is being overridden. The sequence that is taking to the zero point is now being overridden. This is how most of us live in the false aspects of stimulation. Because you go seek stimulation, that wears off, and now you're like, okay, cool, now I'm gonna go sit down at my house. But you gotta remember, you just absorbed all of this energy. You've absorbed all of these ideas. You've absorbed all of this energy. Since you're not learning how to charge your energy in the beginning of your day, or you're not learning how to shut yourself down in a higher aspect, what do you do? You carry that energy onto the next day. You carry that energy onto the next day. How many times have you sat in a space and you carry energy onto the next day? Now I want you to think about this, let's go deeper. How many times, every time that you carry a thought to the next day, you define that into an energy that carries on to the next day? This is how you carry your energy along. See, when we thinking about this, you're thinking that argue, you're thinking not having, you're thinking not having that conversation, not having that conversation that you need to have with yourself, that's just as worse as having the conversation based on negative self-talk. It feeds from the same space. You ignoring that conversation you need to have with yourself is the same thing as, is the same, feeds from the same space as having the negative, having the negative entitled conversation with yourself. It activates the same sequence. It overrides the same thought process. That's why you keep doing the same shit. Because you're thinking just because you think just because you don't that you think just because I'm protecting my energy but not going around those people anymore. You define this energy with inside of yourself. The reason that you're so until you assess it, you still you're just going to look for it somewhere else. So if you're not going around the people, now you at home binge watching. Now you're at home binge watching. Uh, binge watching. Uh, what is it? 
TV shows that are steeped in the same damn emotional energy, the same emotion that feed the same emotional point. Now you're eating the foods that are based on the same emotional point, based on emotional eating. Now you're mentally eating or you're emotionally eating because everything's based on emotion. So you now just you keep overriding the sequence because you're sitting with yourself and not learning yourself. You're sitting with yourself and not facing yourself. You're sitting with yourself and yeah, you say you just keep doing it. This is what causes that pressurized resistance. This is what causes the pressures of resistance. This is what feeds the beckons of laws. This is what keeps you striving to do things only based upon stimulation. You went and did 965 different things in a day. You made 960 moves that day. I want you to think about this. You made 965 moves that day. But you took no steps. You moved around the entire day, but you made no steps. You made no steps. You took no steps into assessing yourself. You took no steps into the assessment of your standard. You took no steps into the assessment of your structure. You took no steps into the structure of your emotional stability. So all of those moves were invalid. All of those moves were invalid. That's why whenever you go year after year, month after month, doing the same thing over and over and over again, wake up, go to work, come home, go to sleep, seeking stimulation. That's why it shows up on you because you aren't absorbing the energy. You're not absorbing it. When I tell people all the time, when it comes in the aspect of you doing your shadow work and doing your internal healing, you stop the clock. You literally stop the clock. You can't see me right now, but I literally shave the sides of my head, the shave the sides in the back of my head, and I allow my locks to just fall. I literally shaved off all of the stagnant energy. When I did it, I was like, my mantras was being programmed. As I'm programming my mantras, I'm shaving off the old and allowing my, allowing my mind to breathe. It was a part of my mantra that I was already instilled into my mind. That's why I got a haircut in the first place. So I lost sight of that. So when I was doing it inside of that space, I was like, oh, that's what I'm doing now. I was, move, I was removing the energy. The energy was on my, so I removed it. So that was in the beginning part of my day. So now that I did that at the beginning part of my day, when I went outside and the breeze hit me, even though I have a headband on, when the breeze hit me, I was like, ooh, shit. The breeze hit, I was like, ooh, shit. But I still was flowing with it. I was like, all right, cool, I'm still good. I can still do this. I'm still good, I can do this. I, I, I like this, I like this feeling. I like this feeling. I like the way this feels. So as I'm in it, like I'm open now. I was, I was, I was more open than I've ever been. I was open today, wide the fuck open today when I was doing my lives and doing all of my work. I was wide open. I was present. I was in a higher sense of presence. So it was a part of the shifting process. See, you gotta understand everything that you do has an everything that you do has an intention. To, it's tied to an intention 
or that idea whether you accept it or not. If you don't accept it, your demons will accept it. Your darkness will accept it. It's accepted by your darkness. That's the only way that you're able to do it. This is what I always mean by this when I say it's from your unresolved that you create your space. Once you go through the states of resolution with your darkness, then you're able to create a new. Other than that, I don't care what you do, what you try to tap into, what you're trying, you're only going to be able to create based on your unresolved. Once you go through the state of resolution and become singular to that point with self, that accountability with self, that zero point, then you are able to assess and you're able to access the true act. You're able to access the true sequence. That is your abundance. That is your prosperity. That is your wealth. That is your health. That is your, that is your gratitude. That is your gratefulness. That's when you're able to step into your states of forgiveness. That's when you're able to step into those positions in full. That's when you're able to activate the light codes and speak within light and speak within numbers and shadow. That's when you're able to speak the ancient tongues. I don't know how many times I walk around the house speaking in my ancient tongues. And it's not for anybody to understand. I understand what I'm saying when I'm saying it. It's implanted deep into my subconscious. That's why I'm able to speak it. See, when you start getting deep into this, you start understanding these sequences, that's when you start speaking the tongue that you need to speak. No one got to understand what I'm speaking. I only, I only I need to understand it. There's other levels when I'm able to speak it and then break down what I said, but it's not for anybody else. That's accepting that sequence with yourself first. See, until you understand that sequence with yourself, you're only gonna keep repeating the same thing over and over and over again. You're only gonna stay being upset and mad. I'm mad at the world, why? I'm mad at the world, why? Because you ain't getting what you want? It's time to start assessing what you need. Whenever that scale start tipping, <clears throat> to get back to that zero point, it's time to start assessing what you truly need. When things are not going the way that they need to go, you need to start assessing what you need. You need to start assessing what you need. Because until you do that, you're only gonna keep going through the same processes of thought. You're only gonna keep going through the same actions. You're only keep doing the same shit. I don't care what, I don't care what new thing comes into your space. Based on you not assessing your patterns and your your patterns and your uh your patterns and your habits, and why those are your patterns and your habits, every person is gonna be, you're gonna base every person based on your behavior in reaction that's the people so there can be things coming into your space that are, you can have multiple blessings coming into your space but the reason that you're stagnant is because you're not sitting with the you're not sitting with the eye that's how that pressurized senses i need something to keep me pressurized and to keep me moving and to keep me acting a certain way no you don't you need to do that to yourself first You need to stop resisting. Release the pressure. Allow it to flow to the surface. After this break, we'll get just into that point. Welcome to the God Hour. 
and we are back, 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 and we back, 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 and forth. Hey, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Hope you wash your hands. You filthy animals. But yeah, that overriding that seek that overriding sequence. This need to this need to stay in that state of this need to stay in a state of pressurization or under these pressures most of the pressure that you most of the pressure that is on you is put on by yourself so you can continue to resist the change most of the pressure that is put onto you by yourself or most of the let me put it like this most of the pressures that i put on myself was based on me not wanting to change I tried to make other things based on the wants or project from that space that if I got this, then I could do that. If this happens, then yeah, I'm good. If this happens, then if this happens, then I'll do this, this, and this next. Then I'll be good. Cause then I'll start this. But in reality, nah, this is what we always try to do. One will seek pressure to form the resistance to becoming accountable for one's own fragments. Remember, uh, this Friday, we don't get into the uh, at your fragments. The pan, we don't get into Pangea. You don't get into Pangea. I just got the download on Pangea. So you're gonna understand what Pangea really is with yourself. Understanding what Pangea really is. But yeah. So you're seeking others to fill the emotional voids. So you don't take ownership of what you did inside of that space. As everything broke apart, as everything started to break apart and the shit has not come back together since, another yet another example of you would be Pangea. Remember the whole everything was whole and in Africa being the only rooted space, only rooted continent, everything else was a byproduct of that, the resource. Yeah, time to start owning yourself, then you can own your resources. That's why you're seeing what you're seeing outside of you happen all the time. You're not taking ownership, of, you're not taking ownership of your most valuable resource. You don't wanna go through that process with yourself of sitting there with yourself. That's what we're talking about these fragments. Constantly seeking the pressure that keeps you separated, basically. You constantly seek pressure to keep yourself separated from the learning process. You constantly seek these, you constantly seek this pressure so you don't have to face yourself. You constantly seek the pressure to stay in that pressure, depressurized state. Whenever you reach the depressurized state, or we talked about last week, the emotional breakdown, you look for something to say why you had the breakdown. It's everybody else making me have breakdowns. It's everybody else making me act this way. It's everybody else's fault that I'm inside of this state. It's everybody else's fault. It's everybody else's this and that and the third. Okay. Whatever, whatever helps you sleep. Whatever helps you sleep. But then you notice and you ain't even sleeping, bro. Your subconscious tell on you all the time. I remember the first time like my subconscious told on me to me 
and it made me, I remember sitting up. I remember getting up, it was like a middle of the night. I remember getting up and just sitting in the middle of my bed. Remember just sitting there with that thought that was so clear. Cause usually at this point in time, I asked for it. Just what I, I asked for it. I asked for it. See, a lot of times y'all are afraid to ask, but you really need to ask. You get so stuck on asking for some external shit that if you ask yourself that same question, what would be your answer? See, we do it all the time in this state of complaint. So you'll ask yourself, are you worthy? Are you worth, what, what am I worth it? You ask yourself, are you worthy? But you ask from the point of lack. You ask yourself, are you, are you really, are you worthy? And then when your subconscious comes and tells you what the hell it is, and you can't decipher that dream, that dream got your ass stressed out. Then you sit in the space, say, yeah, I'm worth it. But your dream didn't, your dream told the truth on you, to you. You don't want to listen to it. You don't want to interpret yourself. You don't want to sit there with yourself and interpret yourself. You don't want to sit there with yourself and be like, damn, I am fucking up. I've been doing this for 15 years of my life, 16 years of my life, 20 years of my life. The last seven, it don't matter how long you've been doing it. It's the fact that it's time for you to sit down and realize that you've been doing it. Everything in your space is gonna force you to do it. You gotta think about that. You gotta think, you gotta think about your energy. You gotta think about your energy and what that means in serving that purpose. Because right now, I always tell people all the time, you are in the position that you need to be in right now at this very moment. You are in the position that you need to be in. You cannot run away from this position. I don't care what you do, what you try to do, because you tried to do it before. Because I'm going to give you a real story. I used to do that shit all the fucking time. When there was shit going on in my house, when I was little, the same way, the same reason that I got an after school job or I started hustling and all of those narratives. It wasn't because of the quintessential, it's not because of the quintessential, you gotta start doing work, that you gotta start pulling your weight around the house. That's what was told to you. But in reality, it they're saying it from a point of avoidance. They're saying it from a point of avoidance because they were told that same thing. So now that's what you learned to live by. Even if you were sheltered, that's what you learned to live by. Now you seek other aspects to charge the fragments of you, to fill in the fragments. Because your, your innocence is somewhere back there in 2015. Your, your innocence, your innocence is fragmented in between 19, 83 in 2001 you've been fragmented all along that space and all of those relationships that you were in that were that were the lessons to teach you how to tap into your fragments you didn't get the lesson so now that shit doubled back and now it's heavier now you look at the physical world now you're older 
and you're talking about something that you should have did that you should, you were supposed to learn back then. You did it back then. Because this is, you gotta think about it in that space. That's where your value and your worth comes from. See, you use that to define your value and your worth. You use your abilities or the pressures that you put yourself under to, val to set the tone of your value and worth. So without those things, now you stuck out here like, what am I? What am I? So now you're trying to replace it. Remember, there's a difference between taking ownership and looking at your track record and then trying to continue to move forward. Seeking happiness. Because you ain't happy, because you don't understand what happiness, you don't know what happiness is. Seeking these aspects for within yourself that you have not yet, you're seeking aspects outside of yourself that you've not yet found inside of yourself. So now you stay in that pressure. Now you stay, now you stay resisting. You stay in a state of resistance because that's your pattern. That's your habit. That's your behavior. That's your behavioral reaction. That's your ideal. That's your ideal identity. It keeps you safe. It keeps you comfortable. It keeps you from having to be like, well, this isn't happening. So why do I need to do this? Now you jeopardize your own standard to prove what point to who. Yeah, that's all you're doing. You jeopardize your own standards. You jeopardize assessing and becoming real with your own standard to do what? You jeopardize your own standard or understanding and assessing yourself and realizing the quality based... Your standard was based on quantity and not quality. That means based on the amount of stuff that you'll do is that your standard is only based on the amount of st the stuff. Since your standard, this is how we look at the reflection. Since my internal standard was only based on the amount of things that I could do, then naturally inside of any space, that was what built the pressure system or my resistance. That's what kept me in a state of resistance. That's what kept me in that state of, remember, you've been acting in the laws the entire time. That's what kept me in that focal point of focus. So now my worth is only, I'm only gonna do things based on the title that comes next. So when this happens, then this, I'll do this. The same thing when it comes to you actually doing your work is the same shit that you're doing outside of yourself. That's what I mean by the unresolved creates your space. The unresolved creates your space. The unresolved creates your ideal. The unresolved creates the events that you subscribe to. The unresolved creates the people that you react to. But in the state of duality, you get exactly what you need and you get exactly what you want. When you're only focused on lack, you only look at what you want. When you start taking ownership, you really start looking at what you need. You stop using the old lack mentality of the old. You stop using the old. You stop using the sequences that are naturally meant to keep you in a state of override, looking for stimulation. Some of y'all still think you're supposed to eat breakfast. When the word itself is break fast, 
is to break the fast. That doesn't mean that you're going to break your fast by putting... That means you break your fast by... All right, let me go grab a bottle of water. Let me go grab some tea. Let me go grab a smoothie. Because you wake up looking for stimulation. Water ain't got no taste. You don't know how to stimulate yourself. Fruit isn't filling. You don't know how to fill yourself. You you're you're still trying to you're still you're trying to stay under pressure. I don't eat. I don't eat. No no food touches my lips until I have until I take my morning shit. Period. Because I don't want to live in pressure. I don't want to exist in my space in pressure. I want you to think that's how this this. This is one of the examples of how you live under pressure. You feel that you got to wake up and live under pressure because you went to bed under pressure. You feel, you see how that works? You went to bed under pressure. And even when you went into, even when you went to bed and you, somehow you seek stimulation before you went to bed. So you never, even when you were in a space where you were able to act, when you were actually in an aptitude to actually charge yourself before resting, that ain't how you look at it. And yes, we're talking, yeah. You're looking for stimulation. When you should be everything that you do based on the intention of looking for the state of resolve. So when you're shutting down your day, you're looking for resolve. That's why you'll sit there. That's why ladies will sit there 15, 20 minutes and, and try to have a conversation in the night. It's a natural part of the feminine aspect. The feminine is in the aspect of guidance. The feminine is an aspect of guidance. The feminine aspect would be when you look at the aspects of the moon. That means under the evening, the relax. But if they're stuck within their masculine seat, they have not yet acknowledged their feminine seat they do not know how to do the transmutation of them transmutation themselves. Cause I remember getting in, I remember being, I remember like seeking an argument. I remember seeking an argument just to leave the house. I remember seeking it. I remember seeking arguments just to leave the house. Every fucking time. I remember seeking I remember seeking shit just to just to get out of the house. But then I didn't understand that's how I built my day. It that wasn't the original reason. That wasn't the original result. I learned how to do that multiple times best than when I was little because I'm still trying to escape from my childhood. See, you tell, you're trying to escape from your childhood. That's what it boils down to. You're trying to escape from your childhood. So everything that you do inside of your current state is the act of trying to escape your childhood, but not realizing that it's your childhood where your emotions are locked at. Not understanding that your adolescent phase are the first identities you based on those emotions and you've been living those out ever since. I don't care if you started, I don't care if you had a late start and it wasn't until you were in your mid twenties that you started balling out and going crazy and going wild. Because guess what? the only reason that you did is because you were sheltered and you were forced to take care of your, take care of your siblings when you were younger. 
So now that you're in the state of now you're trying to build something for yourself based on pressure, you're still using the pressures of when you were younger. So everything that you everything that you detested when you were younger is based on time served or a standard. That means you need to receive something from it. But I've told I've said this all the time. I used to say this all to myself to my time as a mantra and planted in my subconscious. The moment that you put a price on something, and we're talking about the we're talking about the it, the energetic price on the something, it loses all value. The moment that you put a price or a definition on something that is meant to be to meant to charge you or meant to help you expand, it loses all value. It loses all value. So now look, let's go all the way back up. To when we began this session. When we talked about beckoning losses. Let's go back to that point. Now look, now take that assessment. Now take the assessment. You're beckoning that you're losing things because of that physical aspect. Because you, because you're still beckoning, it's still echoing. Man, I've talked about the ecosystems, the ecosystems from your past. You're still trying to gain that. You're still trying to gain that control back. So you've learned how to use that in the state of control in your current state. So if you can't use it, then you have no control. So now you have to seek another form of stimulation. See how that works? Now the job becomes a point of stimulation. But since you are, since your home is not in order, your internal self is not in order, then anything that's anything that went on at my anything that went on at the crib, I didn't want to face. Because it would force me to force it would force me to face myself. See, this is how we start looking at these definitions. Shorty trigger the shit out of you. Sis trigger the shit out of you, bruh. That that brother trigger the shit out of you. Why? Whether or not it was intentional doesn't matter. Whether or not it hurts your feelings does not matter. It what matters is when you sit there and you look at it and you look at yourself until you take that first until you take that steps into assessment you're going to be upset every time that they say it once you start going through the assessment then you really going to get mad because you're going to say i hate looking at myself and then that's when you get into that real aspect of it when you sit with yourself and you look the way you learned it see all of this is that process all of this is the product that most of the key for a lot of you, a lot, most of the key for me where I didn't like doing certain processes is because I realized the process was steps and to assess steps meant I can, I had to do some real groundwork and to do some real groundwork. I had to admit that I was lazy. Remember how you set that price? 
Let's go to the second segment. When I talked about the overriding the sequence. How you define money is how the only way you can get money. When that's not happening, then you gotta keep it going. Yeah. Y'all noticing a lot of shit breaking down. That conflict shit that y'all were used to, the reason that you went to your job and shit, then COVID hit, that shit fucked up a lot of y'all because then you had to sit there inside of that space with yourself for a couple of months. You had to sit there in that space for a couple of months and really realize what you were doing. And now you in a state where you can't recover. Damn, I can't recover. I mean, I can't because there ain't something you can recover from. You are in a spiritual. I was talking about the spiritual session for the last uh, last year. You're in a, you're in a state of spiritual recession with yourself. Yeah, that energy's in lack. The way you used to charge is in lack. You're noticing that the same thing that you used to do, that shit is like not working the way you used to let it work. The way that you used to use things to get certain reactions, you noticing them reactions aren't working anymore. The same shit that used to happen to you, now you trying to do to other people and it ain't working no more. Yeah. Lucy sitting in Lucy sitting in the shadow, watching you do it. Lucy sitting in the shadow, I see it all. But that's why I come to you this way. To let you know, I see it. I can guide you in acknowledging and doing the work, but you gotta take that first step. You gotta assess, you gotta take that first step because I'm letting you know now, everything that you thought of that was of what you could do no longer exists. The energy has literally shifted. The old paradigm is no more. The old overriding of your seat, the old overriding sequences are no more. The old beckonings of beacons of your losses are no more. You cannot create or no, you cannot create or no, rather you cannot imitate the standard of stability inside of that old structure. So now this is what I miss what we mean by when we say the veil is gone. All you have facing now is your own shadow. So all you got left is projection. Now you got to face your projections. You got to face those. You got to sit with your perspective and you really got to do this work. Everything you got is a result that's teaching you about the work that you need to do. But you keep doing what you're doing. It's only going to get darker. Because that light don't exist. That energy for that light don't exist anymore. I desire you to be the fucking best. I desire you to be the fucking best. It's time to assess that balance. A lot of y'all are moving from an overdrawn sense of energy. You're still overdrawing. You're still overdrawing. You're in it. A lot of you are using accounts. You're used. This, this, that's what I wanted to say. That just came through. A lot of you are using the accounts of trust issues 
that are overdrawn. A lot of you are using the accounts that are overdrawn. So now in your current space, trying to use that account doesn't work. So now you're trying to open up a new account and now you're noticing that you can't open that new account. So now you stuck using, now you're stuck trying to refill the old account. But you only can refill the old account based on old time served. So now you got to look at your environment, the people around you, what you're frequenting to. All of these things go into play because are they filling the older accounts or are they helping you open new accounts? Now, I'm not saying that inside of those spaces, you are not going to learn because that's the key. In those spaces are the lessons. So if you're getting triggered in the old spaces with yourself, that's wanting to shift forward, you're learning that lesson is back there. That is the lesson of what you cannot do. That is the lesson of what can no longer sustain. So what are you going to do? All you have left is the plan. All you have left is the assessment. All you have left is to face yourself. But I'm going to let that marinate for a little bit. Y'all stay tuned to the plug talk. Last ad, that ad can be you. Tap into the plug talk, get the information, and let's build. Y'all lying out there? Thank you for choosing the God out. And you know, gotta keep you plugged in. Gotta keep you plugged in with everything going in the world of God called Optimus. Got a lot of things coming up at the top of the year. Y'all gonna wait for that. But everything, just like I said in the plug talk, everything from services, such as the readings, consultations, human design charts, natal charts, um, what else? Yeah, and any other services. Hit me up in the inbox, Papa underscore Lucy 666. That's the email address at gmail.com. You can hit me at Darth, D-A-A-R-T-H-S-A-M-D-E-I on Facebook. Or you can hit me at Papa underscore Lucy 666 on Instagram. Or you can just hit the link. It'll take you to everything. Hit that link found everywhere that you see my content. Gotta call Alchemist the YouTube channel. Last week we got into the afterlife. This way, we're gonna get a little bit deeper. 8 p.m. is standard time. Also, as always, if you have a service, product, you wanna do a build on a podcast. Hit me up, PapaLucy666 at gmail.com. We can discuss sponsorship. Then you get that week that get get in on the weekly ad rolls, or you can get plugged into the plug talk for free. It all starts with you. It all starts with you. This healing is destructive. You are deserving, but you are not entitled. Your choice is yours. Balls in your court, all that jazz. But the main important thing is, it's time to tap into your power. 
stay tuned to the closeout. Before we get out of here, I just want to give a quick recap. What I just said, I know I just dropped, I I know I just dropped some heavy shit, but I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be doing what I'm supposed to be doing if I wasn't dropping that type of heavy, dropping the heavy shit like that. I wouldn't be doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I wouldn't be living in my purpose if I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing, if I wasn't doing what I was doing. One thing you gonna understand is, another thing you understand that I didn't really get into, we're gonna get into throughout the week, on lives and on, on live throughout the week, on my Facebook and through videos and whatever, is you have to understand this thing, this one aspect, that you are now in a space, in a time, in, this space right now where facing yourself is of the utmost priority. You're not going to be able to use the same tactics. I had to learn that I cannot use the same tactics when it came to me dealing with people and and making moves and assessing. I can't keep using the same tactics. You're noticing right now that you're you cannot use the same tactics. That shit that worked in the beginning is not working now. You're noticing that you have to sit with yourself more. You're noticing that you're avoiding things more. That's what I was talking about in that reading. You're noticing that your illusions of success have fell. Do not become disheartened. Matter of fact. Become disheartened, sitting at disheartenment. That's gonna lead you to your truth. That's gonna lead you to the truth with yourself. You feeling angry, sitting at anger. That's gonna lead you to the truth with yourself. You're feeling any type of way based on what you thought, based on the illusionary success of what you were trying to maintain based on the traumatic experiences and the shit that you ain't facing. I want you to sit in that emotion. I want you to sit in it. Go ahead and play this episode back if you want need to. Go ahead, hop on gotta go ahead and hop on the YouTube channel and catch a video, catch a lecture. Or a short, basically one of my uh lives that are recorded from Facebook. Go on TikTok. Submerge yourself in you. That's the lesson. Submerge yourself into you to break and change and invest into your growth. It don't matter what you invest in. It don't matter what you're trying to invest into. If it's not into self, it becomes another distraction of what you need to be doing. I've been your master of ceremonies, Papa Lucifer Samdi, the occult, God of co-alchemist, occult therapist, psychoanalysis, Shadow Shaman, Shamanic Shadow Guide, Spiritual Life Coach, Soul Healer, 
no matter what title you want to use, it's all based on the investment in you. This is not the end. This is the beginning. What you do from here sets the tone for whether you are going to evolve or repeat. I love you. We love us. I'll share.